and welcome back to the power of now a guide to spiritual enlightenment with gilda and barbara we are doing a book study on this book written by Eckhart Tolle, and we hope you have your copy so that you can follow along today we are on chapter eight section eight enlightened relationships give up the relationship with yourself hmm. my name is barbara wainwright and i am here with gilda simone welcome gilda thank you how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good too. Thank you. All right. Give up the relationship with yourself. When one is fully conscious, would one still have a need for a relationship? Would a man still feel drawn to a woman? Would a woman still feel incomplete without a man? Hmm. Enlightened or not, you are either a man or a woman. So on the level of your form identity, you are not complete. You are one half of the whole. This incompleteness is felt as male-female attraction, the pull toward the opposite energy polarity, no matter how conscious you are. But in that state of interconnectedness, you feel this pull somewhere on the surface or periphery of your life. Anything that happens to you in that state feels somewhat like that. The whole world seems like waves or ripples on the surface of a vast and deep ocean. You are that ocean, and of course, you are also a ripple, but a ripple that has realized its true identity as the ocean. And compared to that vastness and depth, the world of waves and ripples is not all that important. This does not mean that you don't relate deeply to other people or to your partner. In fact, you can relate deeply only if you are conscious of being. Coming from being, you are able to focus beyond the veil of form. In being, male and female are one. Your form may continue to have certain needs, but being has none. It is already complete and whole. If those needs are met, that is beautiful. But whether or not they are met makes no difference to your deep inner state. So it is perfectly possible for an enlightened person, if the need for the female or male polarity is not met, to feel a sense of lack or incompleteness on the outer level of his or her being, yet at the same time be totally complete, fulfilled, and at peace within. In the quest for enlightenment, is being gay a help or a hindrance, or does it not make any difference? Mm, great question. As you approach adulthood... Uncertainty about your sexuality, followed by the realization that you are different from others, may force you to disidentify from socially conditioned patterns of thought and behavior. This will automatically raise your level of consciousness above that of the unconscious majority, whose members unquestioningly take on board all inherited patterns. In that respect, being gay can be a help. Being an outsider to some extent Someone who does not fit in with others or is rejected by them for whatever reason makes life difficult, but it also places you at an advantage as far as enlightenment is concerned. It takes you out of unconsciousness almost by force. On the other hand, if you then develop a sense of identity based on your gayness, you have escaped one trap only to fall into another. You will play roles in games dictated by a mental image you have of yourself as gay. You will become unconscious. You will become unreal. 
underneath your ego mask, you'll become very unhappy. If this happens to you, being gay will have become a hindrance. But you always get another chance, of course. Acute unhappiness can be a great awakening. Is it not true that you need to have a good relationship with yourself and love yourself before you can have a fulfilling relationship with another person? If you cannot be at ease with yourself when you are alone, you will seek a relationship to cover up your unease. You can be sure that the unease will then reappear in some other form within the relationship and you will probably hold your partner responsible for it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my, yes, indeed. I, I have seen that unfold before. All you really need to do is accept this moment fully. You are then at ease and in the here and now and at ease with yourself. But do you need to have a relationship with yourself at all? Why can't you just be yourself? When you have a relationship with yourself, you have split yourself into two, I and myself, subject and object. That mind-created duality is the root cause of all unnecessary complexity of all problems and conflict in your life. In the state of enlightenment, you are yourself. You and yourself merge into one. You do not judge yourself. You do not feel sorry for yourself. You are not proud of yourself. You do not love yourself. You do not hate yourself and so on. The split caused by self-reflective consciousness is healed. It's curse removed. There is no self that you need to protect, defend, or feed anymore. When you are enlightened, there is one relationship that you no longer have, the relationship with yourself. Once you have given that up, all your other relationships will be love relationships. Mm. Beautiful. Yes, yes. That is really beautiful. So in this case, when he's talking about I and myself, subject and object, I'm wondering if he's referring to the sense of self, if we tune into our being, right? So maybe it's the being side of ourselves as the I, maybe, I don't know. And then the myself side of it is the egoic mind side. So talking about myself, right? Myself, my this, my that, my identifying with who I am and what I do and da, 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 being myself and my egoic mind versus the spiritual being that I am. I am that I am right there, right? The I am. Maybe that is the enlightened self that we no longer need to protect, defend, or feed when we are fully enlightened we no longer have a relationship with that egoic mind or the egoic self that perpetuates separateness and judgment and conflict and needs and desires that aren't in alignment with our true self which is our spiritual being self i don't know i'm just guessing yeah, no, that's what I got from it. And you always say things so well. So <laughs> I have nothing to add to that. 
All right. Well, that was very interesting. I was very curious how you were saying, give up the relationship with yourself. And now I understand. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Well, that's the end of section eight, but it's also the end of chapter eight. So I'm looking forward to our next chapter, which is chapter nine, beyond happiness and unhappiness. There is peace. Right on. (laughs) Looking forward to that. All right. Um, Well, I guess that's all we have for today. We'll say goodbye until next week. Hope you have a great rest of your week. Uh, Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to go deeper into a spiritual conversation and perhaps even earn a credential as a certified spiritual coach, we encourage you to go to our website, lifecoachtrainingonline.com and check out our courses, or give us a call at 800-711-4346.